The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples. As the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day the Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an, ex- is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Today, the Universal Church begins a new liturgical year, year A. And so for the church, it is a new year. So permit me to say Happy New Year to you all. The church always and normally begins her liturgical year with a season known as the season of Advent. And what is Advent? Advent, of course, is from the Latin word adventus, which means arriving. And so in this case, it is the arriving of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Advent is all about a period given to us to prepare for the coming of Jesus. First, for his coming at Christmas, and secondly, to prepare us as we await his second coming. Sometimes we find it very difficult to wait. We find it difficult to wait for trains to pass. We find it very difficult to wait for the elevator. Sometimes we find it difficult to wait in traffic for the traffic light to turn green before we pass. And sometimes also we find it difficult to wait for our partners to get ready if we are to go out together. So in this case, 
we are waiting for the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Advent gives us that opportunity to wait patiently as we commemorate his first coming and also to wait patiently and to prepare ourselves as we await his second coming. Now, Scripture tells us in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, that when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, to be a subject to the law, to come and redeem each and every one of us. And St. John puts it differently when he says in John chapter 1, verse 14, that, and the world was made flesh and dwelt among gods, that God had to come took flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary to become man, to become like you and I, in order to redeem us and in order to reconcile us back to God. That is what Christmas is all about. And so the first aspect of Advent is to prepare us as we commemorate the birth of Christ. Secondly, the second part of Advent also is to prepare us for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Every time at Mass, we normally proclaim the mystery of faith, in which we say Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. Christ will come again. Are you with me? And Christ will come again. And also, when we proclaim or when we recite the creed, we say that he will come again to judge the living and the dead. So these are words we also utter from time to time when we attend Mass or when we celebrate Mass. But when we say this, what does it mean? It presupposes that we believe that a time is coming when Christ will come again, whether we believe, on it, whether we believe in it or not. But this is what we recite. And so we are anticipating his second coming. And of course, that is what the the gospel reading is all about today, that Jesus tells us that, yes, he will come again, but no one knows the hour, no one knows the day, no one knows the minute when the Son of Man will come. And so he tells us to be ready at every point in time, for we do not know when he will come. Jesus, in today's gospel reading, used some pictures to demonstrate, or if you like, to illustrate how his coming is going to take a lot of people unprepared. It tells us that as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, people were eating, people were dancing, were rejoicing, were drinking, were marrying and giving in marriage. They were not prepared. And so when God decided to destroy the world by flood. They were taken unprepared. They were taken unaware. And if we read Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, there scripture tells us about the story of Noah. That there came a time when the wickedness of men was too much, so much evil in the world, that God decided to destroy the world. However, God found favor with Noah because Noah lived a righteous life. Noah was so much religious. He was so much righteous in the sight of God. 
And so when God decided to destroy the world, Noah was saved. Noah was not destroyed. And we may want to ask ourselves, in our own generation today, do we still have people who go about perpetuating evil, perpetuating all kinds of wickedness, injustice, going on in our world today, in our communities, and even in our families? Do we have wickedness? Of course, your guess is as good as mine. On the other hand, do we still think we have righteous people like Noah, people who can find favor with God, people who are faithful, people who are committed to their Christian calling? In our second reading today, St. Paul tells us, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of Christ. And he went on to itemize those works of darkness. Jealousy, licentiousness, all kinds of evil, greed, unforgiven spirit, all of them, these are the works of darkness. And Sir Paul is telling us to cast those things off and to put on the armor of Christ. And in the first reading, Isaiah calls on each and every one of us, O house of Jacob, let us go up to the house of the Lord. Let us go up to meet the Lord. Let us walk in the light of the Lord. Isaiah calling on each and every one of us, calling on those who are righteous, those who are faithful, and those who are committed in their Christian calling. And the psalmist will say, who is he who can walk up to the mountain of the Lord? Only a man with clean hands and pure hearts. So these are the people that Isaiah is inviting to go up to the mountain of the Lord. And this is what Advent is all about, that the church tries to prepare us. The church challenges each and every one of us to prepare ourselves so as to meet the Lord, to prepare ourselves as we anticipate his coming both at Christmas and his second coming as well. So the question is, if the Lord is to come this hour, how many of us will be saved? How many of us will be saved? That is the question we should ask ourselves. The Lord went on to tell us that two will be in the field one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken and one will be left. If the Lord is to come now at this point in time, how many of us will be taken and how many of us will be left? Can anybody guess? You may be surprised that even the priest will not be taken. So, but the question is not who will be taken and who will be left. The issue is that the Lord has given us opportunity, and he is still giving us opportunity to prepare ourselves. And as we prepare for the celebration of Christmas, as we prepare, the church wants us not only to prepare ourselves materially, but also not to lose sight of the spiritual 
preparation. And so as you go about preparing for what to eat and what to drink, as you go about shopping, going to Freshco, Walmart, and all the Walmart and uh, all the shops around, do not forget that there is need also for you to prepare spiritually, which is the most important aspect of this celebration. And so, my friends in Christ, it is a personal race which all of us are running. At the end of the day, on Judgment Day, you will not answer for your wife, you will not answer for your husband, you will not answer for your children, you will answer for yourself. And St. Paul challenges us in Philippians 2 verse 12. It says, Walk out your salvation yourself in fear and trembling. So it is our prayer that as we continue to work out our salvation ourselves, that on the last day when the Lord will finally call on us, and all our efforts, all our struggle will not be in vain.